Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Trampoline Hall Podcast. I am your host, Misha Globerman. The Trampoline Hall Podcast, as you may know, is divided up into short seasons of six episodes. And this, this is episode six of the current season, which is to say it is the last and final episode of the current season. But of course, we'll have another season coming up uh, in the future. If you don't know much about Trampoline Hall, here's the deal. It is a live show. It takes place in a bar, usually in Toronto, but sometimes we visit other cities. The way it works is people, someone gets on stage, they give a lecture, and then we do question and answer with the audience. The person who lectures is forbidden from lecturing on a topic on which they are professionally expert. It cannot be their job to know the thing. That's the one thing that happens. Um, if you're in Toronto and you want to check out the show, you really should. It's a great show. Uh, you can go to our website, uh, get on the email list. We will let you know when the shows are happening. Uh, if you're wondering, when does the podcast happen? Uh, wonder no more. It's happening now. You're listening to it. And this episode's lecture, the topic is chips. And the lecturer is Andy LaRocca. <laughs> talk to you guys about chips. Um, I love chips. <laughs> I love them enough to talk about them right now. <laughs> and I think probably other people might feel the same, but we'll get to that later. I'll get you to raise your hands too, don't raise. I saw you raise a chip. Um, just for the sake of this discussion, I'm just going to clarify what I mean by chips because Potato chips is like, I guess, the actual definition, but I'm going to encompass all sorts of chips, so like anything in a chip bag <laughs> or a canister, um, any reconstituted chip product, uh, hickory sticks, ringolos, frings. Uh, I will even be incorporating like those like bean triangle things. Um, pea crisps, um, veggie sticks, they're in. Uh, the only thing that is not going to be in will be kale chips. Mo more kale than chip, I think, so we're just going to cancel those ones out. So just to, just to tell you how much I love chips, uh, I love chips so much that my friends sometimes ask me to curate the chip selections at their parties. 
and they request that I bring a thing called chip salad, which is <laughs> a whole bunch of different chips in one bowl. And you have to really know the flavor profiles of all the chips before you make a chip salad, or you could end up with like three cheese flavors. It's boring. <laughs> it's true. I love chips so much that my girlfriend lets me lick smart food off her fingers when we're done eating it. <laughs> She's not here and she got mad at me for saying that too. <laughs> um, I love chips so much that one year for Halloween I went to Kinko's and I took a full bag of Cool Ranch Doritos, got them to photocopy it, blow it up to the size of myself. And um, it was too expensive to get it color copied, so I went home and like painted in all the lines <laughs> with paint from Dollarama. And then I just packing taped it like around my body. And I, I put on sunglasses and like a sideways ponytail. It was cool, the flavor was Cool Ranch. And I had like Cool Ranch Doritos in, my, in the top part, so you could like eat chips out of it. Not that many people did, but I did. Um, I love chips so much that I used to have a blog about chips. I mean, it's still active because I don't know the password and I can't delete it, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> and I went for a job interview one time <laughs> for a social media position, and I like walked in, and on the table was um, a printout of one of the pages from my blog. And it, it was um, a love letter I wrote to Cheezy's. <laughs> and I put it, like, I used, because Cheezy's, you know, the shape of a Cheezy, obviously. It can easily make a heart. So I made a heart, and then I wrote a love letter to Cheezy's inside. And I walked into an interview, and it was sitting on a table. <laughs> and I was like, that's, I'm, this is fucked up. And then they were like, oh, Doritos is one of our clients, and you have definitely have a job. <laughs> <laughs> I, t I took the job. I got that job. <laughs> So because of how much I like chips, I, I talk about chips like a lot of times to people, strangers, it's a really good icebreaker. Um, people who are already my friends, I like to inquire about the chips that they are eating. Um, you know, when I make a chip salad for a party, that's obviously a hot topic. Um, and so yeah, by a show of hands in here, does anybody actually dislike chips like if there was a bag in your house open all day you would walk by it and not ever eat one chip one person anyone else two pretty good numbers okay so <laughs> that's that's okay guys feel free you can still you, you might still like what i have to say i don't know um according to the food snack association almost 90 percent of american households eat chips so y the numbers speak for themselves here also, I think, today. Um, so what is it about chips that makes me and most of you guys all love it? There was a book written about salt, sugar, fat, and sort of the processed snack food industry. And um, it's written by Michael Moss. And he basically says that the combination of salt, sugar, and fat in processed foods is constructed to make a bliss point for foods. Um, and for chips, it is very blissful. So <laughs> they're basically like, th they're the real bliss deal. So you've got um, salt is the first thing that you taste when you eat a chip. And that gives it the, they call it the flavor burst. 
Um, and then it's followed up by fat, and fat gives it mouthfeel. And that's sort of like, I don't know, all, all of the factors really is why you love chips, but it, it's okay. Um, and the third thing is sugar, and there's not necessarily sugar added into chips. It's um, the way that the, the potato starch breaks down, which turns into sugar later on while you're eating it. Anyway, so those three things combined, that's one of the main reasons why you just literally will continue and continue to eat chips. Um, but that theory can be applied to all processed foods. So it doesn't totally solve the problem for me. Like, I don't love cereal as much as I love chips, or I don't love that he even applies it to like yogurts. Like, I don't love those things as much as I love chips, so what else could it be? Um, there is one theory that uh, we are biologically, like, if you went back to when we were like hunting and gathering, uh, the sound of crunchy noises was an intrinsic sound for us. <laughs> <laughs> it signified fresh vegetables and insects. <laughs> and that's what chips sound like. So it's good. <laughs> There's another theory relating to sound, which um, they like, one guy, and I don't know how I didn't get to be a part of this study, but I was not in London when it was happening. Um, the sound of chips will tell you how fresh, our how our perceptions of freshness is. So when you hear something really crunchy, we automatically assume that is the freshest thing and that's the ideal thing that we want to be eating. Um, so again, it's like the sound, the crisp sound of chips, that's what we really want to go for. Um, and that sound also transfers over to the sound of a bag noise. Um, there's actually no good reason why chip bags are noisy at all. It's just that it matches the sound of eating them and makes you want to eat more, so they go for it. <laughs> um, and then there's also the way in which chips are eaten. So unlike other foods where like a bowl of pasta where you'd have to get a get a bowl, get a fork, maybe get a spoon for chips. You just open a bag and you can just eat them. <laughs> so there's no hindrance. You can watch TV, talk to your friends, do whatever you want. Go on the subway, chips. <laughs> it's a solid argument. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things about chips for sure, and I think a lot of people um, can speak to this and or at least can see it is all of chip branding. So like cool bags, cool bags, <laughs> cool flavor names, cool flavor names. Um, I was, I interviewed a friend who is a marketing representative for Doritos Frito-Lay and she told me that their market research shows that people don't go into a grocery store with a specific type of chips written down on their list. They'll just go in with the word chips. I never would, I always know I'm gonna get chips. <laughs> but other people. <laughs> um, and so when you, when you think about that, the, all the chip companies, when you get into that aisle, they're vying for you to buy from them. So there's, I mean like Doritos has some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. All the like do us a flavor, social media campaigns, it's endless and it's all very cool and very much designed to make you wanna eat them and it works. Um, one of my very favorite things is like when chip companies try and visually depict what a flavor is going to be. <laughs> so all dressed chips is like 
<laughs> if you've ever looked, it's a picture of white vinegar, an onion, and a red pepper. <laughs> I, do, I, don't, I don't know. This doesn't taste like that, but you get it anyway to find out. So basically, all of this is to say, I love chips, you guys love chips, <laughs> but why don't we all talk about it more? <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, pizza is really cool. <laughs> I Googled, I Tumblr searched pizza and it was like a billion scrolls of like, I saw, I found a pizza cell phone case with Nicolas Cage's head photoshopped into pepperonis. <laughs> like gifts, t-shirts, posters, chips, pretty much nothing. Just like bags of chips, boring for a not boring product. Poutine, so cool. Um, it's better with bacon. Have you ever put chips on your hamburger or hot dog? It's better with chips. <laughs> Basically, all I want you guys to do... <laughs> think about chips more. Hashtag food porn, hashtag chips. That's, it's super easy. Poutine is over, chips are here to stay, and I just think that we all agree on it, so let's just let it out. That, that's all. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy LaRocca. You're listening to the Trampoline Hall Podcast. I'm Misha Goldman. Up next, the Q&A. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Taking the great, highly controversial pro-chips stance. Yes, yes, you, sir. Do you remember the first flavor of chips? Do you remember the first flavor of chips that you had? I don't remember, but um, based on my house, my family's like historical chip choices, it was probably sour cream and onion. Probably sour. People say ooh, right? There's a chip for everyone. How do you feel about sour cream and onion? How do you feel about that as a chip? Yeah, I, I like it a lot. I'm, I feel like I'm very much like it was my family chip, so I'm. I'm do you say that because you like all chips, or because yep, you think that's uh, a good yeah, chip? Yeah, I like all chips. All right, I like all chips except sour cream and onion. So oh. you started off on that because it's. Uh, I don't know. It's like the dairy. Oh, it's weird to me. I anyway. like that coating. I'll lick it off your fingers later. <laughs> Thank you. That does make it better, but 
Okay, next, next question. Yes, Stephen. Your talk prepared last, and I raised how much I love certain things, and I just wanted to get your what about the President's Choice General Tao Chicken Chip is the question. I don't think I have tried that, but I really like PC chips. They have really cool flavors. And now that you have thought about it, go get some. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to make sure I understand your message, which is basically to talk more about chips, more chips. and eat more chips. More. All right, okay. It's good. It's, sometimes people don't have such a clear message for the audience, and it's good to... Finally, have a lecture with a really clear point. Uh, uh, yes, uh, yes, yes, sir. Do us a flavor. You do us a flavor is the name of that campaign. Gross. What do you like better, Caesar salad flavor chips or cinnamon bun flavor? I chips? actually had at one point written into my speech to disgust on the cinnamon bun flavor of those <laughs> chips, but uh, there's a, like I say, th this is the thing: chips are for everyone, and there's a chip that speaks to everyone, and I don't think you can just you know write off a flavor. Someone out there likes it, like you, like cinnamon bun Did chips. Did you like the cinnamon bun chip? I prefer savory <laughs> chips over sweeter chips. So it really does taste Personally. like a cinnamon bun? That is shocking. That and is shocking. It's on par with that cappuccino one that they also released, which was... They have a cappuccino one? And does it taste like uh, cappuccino? That was an American flavor for the Duessa Flavor campaign, yes. Does it taste... Have you tasted it? Yeah, it's disgusting. Does it taste like cappuccino? Yeah, yeah, yeah gross. Because even like, like, like the basic flavor, like barbecue chips don't taste anything like barbecue, but the cappuccino True. chip tastes like cappuccino? I mean, it, it's what you would think... Uh, like cappuccino chip. in a like store-bought cup would taste like in in a chip. <laughs> if I it guess. was a chip, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you. Um, uh, yes, you sir with the hat. Yes. Um, okay. So uh, I moved to Canada 12 years ago, and the thing I've never been able to understand, and maybe because you're a chip person, ketchup chips. Why are there ketchup chips in Canada? Yeah. Asks this foreigner. Why is that a chip here in your stupid country? He seems to be asking. Ketchup. Ketchup chip is a Canadian invented flavor. Um, and there's, I, I can't tell you the reason because I, our country likes it, but um, it makes perfect sense. You eat French fries with ketchup. It make, they, they go together in theory. But you, but you do that with French fries and ketchup, so why just not have fries? So why not just have because fries? Because you are eating chips. You can't argument. walk around waiting for someone to cook you up some fries. You can just grab a bag of chips. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> it's good to see that spirit of healthy debate still happening between countries so close to each other. Yes, you in the back row, yes. Do you have any theory about why we don't talk about Why don't we talk about chips more? I, because there just needs to be more lectures about them or something. <laughs> I don't know why. That, this is the problem. Oh, also one thing I didn't get to say was that there's no chip emoji. There's no chip emoji. Oh, that's true. There is everything Hot else. Hot dog, hamburgers, french fries, candy. They're not, they're not aesthetically pleasing. Is that, that okay? Have you seen a Dorito? Yeah, a Dorito. A Dorito, you think, so we, what, would you make the argument that the Dorito is more beautiful than like a hamburger? Well, at least I want to, I would emoji that for sure all the time to someone. <laughs> all right. Okay, so if you had a Dorito emoji, yes. you would use that a lot. Yep. All right, so there we go. There's a reason for it. I, I don't know who's in charge of emojis, but I assume they're here. So fix that. <laughs> uh, yes, you all the way in the back row, yes. Um, how do you feel about the Taco Bell 
innovation with the Cool Ranch taco shell. Yeah, it's a Cool Ranch taco shell. So it's a Cool shell. Ranch taco shell. You just want to comment on that? Yeah. All right, tell us about that. Okay, I will tell you about it. Taco Bell recognizes the importance of chips. <laughs> <laughs> so they have actually taken Cool Ranch Doritos and made a taco shell out of it. Good idea. Also, Pizza Hut <laughs> has made a Pizza Hut crust. I don't know if that's available in Canada, but I have seen it advertised, and there's just literally Doritos in the crust. See? Yeah, you like them. Do you have, do you have any feelings? One of the things I realize when you talk about this is that if I'm not mistaken, and I'm going to say I'm not, all of those companies are the same company. Is that right? Yeah, they are. Do you have any feelings about, like, about the, the sort of global chip like like conglomeration or do you, do you like ind independent chip or do you care does it matter do you um, like there in I think independent chips are awesome and I think that we are able to see more and more of them like Fiesta Farms has a great indie <laughs> chip selection <laughs> right. um, yeah no there's really cool flavors and also like going to different countries I will typically you know like you research where to go to a restaurant you research where to get coffee and 100% of the time, I will spend like 20, 20 minutes in a convenience store, like finding out the local chips and getting them all. All right, and, you, and so you love the local independent chip, but also you're obviously no enemy of the global yeah. multinational chip either. Yeah, like if you're going on a road trip, you're not gonna bring like fennel roasted something something. You're gonna bring like plain Doritos because everyone in the car is gonna like them. Yeah. Everybody, everybody in the world is gonna like plain Doritos. Yes, uh, yes, you man, yes. Can you explain the basic foundations of What's a good chip salad? What, what, is the, what, are, the, what are the rules for okay, that? Okay, so you, it's, like, it's basically like the rules of cooking. You want to cover all the flavor profiles. So you want to have like a sour, which is usually like a salt and vinegar. Uh, I really like a, a salt and vinegar Miss Vicky's in a chip salad is like a really good game changer. I like to add a different shape, so I usually like to put a cheesy or a smart food in there. And then um, something sweeter, or if you want to go crazy, like just go something really spicy. It just depends how you're feeling. <laughs> or like who's I invited mean, to the party? Is it a party with 20 people, a party with 100 people? I don't know. Well, what difference would that make? I mean, what difference would that make? Um, it, like, like, I, like <laughs> if, you're go if I'm going to go on a road trip, or like, go, yeah, if I'm going to share an, an intimate chip sitting with only a few people, I might want to please them more, because I can see their reactions right away. <laughs> And if it's a whole bunch of people, I'll like empty a bag of Doritos roulette and just like watch people eat them. Right, and then like box through them. Okay. How do you feel about uh, bits and bites? Love them. What about um, what about Cheetos? Yeah, love. Do you ever make? What about the? Do you like the puffy ones or the skinny crunchy ones? I like to call the skinny crunchy ones witch fingers. And yes, I like those. I like them both. What if I made a salad of the puffy Cheetos and the skinny crunchy Cheetos and that was the whole salad? You're Would that be a good salad yeah, or a bad good, salad? That's a good salad. All right, cool. Typically, um, I like to have more than two flavors, but that's good. All right, cool. You're a beginner. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you sir, yes. What is your favorite chip? What is your favorite chip? A question that surprisingly <laughs> has not been asked. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that chips, I think that my chip flavor choice changes over time and like day or time of day. If I'm hungover, it will be one thing. If I'm like, okay, but I ask myself often if I was stranded on a desert <laughs> island with one kind of chip. <laughs> okay, go on. I'm going to come back to that. It would be plain Doritos, like the, or the red bag, the normal red bag. Nacho, nacho cheese. cheese, those are yep. so good. Those are amazing, right? Yeah, like when you would have like cuts on the side of your mouth for the rest of the time on the island, but you would be really... 
That really does seem like when they say that, like, when they say that, like, oh, companies, like, design things to be, like, irresistible and delicious, I'm like, yeah, that's not true. Like, things are just good. And then I think about Doritos, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, it's, like, unnatural how pleasurable it is to eat yep. a nacho cheese Dorito. Yeah. Nothing in the world is like that. No experience is that. It's like that. No, that's it's true. Good. All right. Okay. I, I, I guess I'm just agreeing with you wholeheartedly. Oh, uh, yes, you in the back. Yes. Um, if you had to invent a chip flavor, or, like, you think there's a is there a missing flavor in the chip world? I do you know okay, good question, but I think that's what like the duos of flavor stuff is all sort of hinging on is people's curiosities and I have every time those campaigns come out, I do think in my mind of a flavor I'd invent, but I gear those just towards like pop culture, not necessarily what I would want to eat. No, I don't think anything's missing. Chips are perfect. <laughs> So we live, like, in a perfect chip universe. There's no... It's always evolving to suit our needs. Unlike pizza, been the same all the time. <laughs> like we have pizza-flavored chips. We don't have chip-flavored pizza. Right. All right. All right. I guess we do, actually, so I take that back. Um, all right, yes, you, ma'am, yes. Uh, my question is, actually, when I grew up, I had uh, plain chips and various dips. You had plain chips and various uh, dips. dips, so dips awesome. Dips was where the flavor came from. The chips stayed the same, and the dips moved where you came from. How do you feel about how do you feel yeah, about that? I think dips are really great. I think that dips are were sort of like really big in the eighties and nineties and sort of have tapered off a little bit now because the flavors have gotten more intense. Like chip companies are releasing more and more different flavors, so there's less reliance on dip. But um, sometimes in chip salad, if you put dip on top, it's like literally a salad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, yes, you yes. Do you buy clothes that you can rub your greasy fingers on? Is there, or, what? I would take that as um, an opportunity for conversation. So if someone's like, what is that weird like cheese stain on your pants? You would be like, I love chips, let's talk about it. <laughs> so there you go. Um, uh, uh, yes, you sir, yes. Are there rare or seasonal chips? Yes, there are. Um, I mean, obviously there's all the independent flavors that you can go on for yeah. forever with them. Um, the big companies like Doritos and Frito, Doritos Frito-Lay, they just relaunched um, ketchup Doritos in like a vintage packaging. And that was, they had released it um, last year and it <laughs> Vintage packaging? <laughs> Yeah, it's like retro. It has like nineties mylar or something. Like it's like got like yeah. Okay, all right. I don't know. I just invented it with seventies, but that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, they re-release flavors to sort of like peak interest. Yeah, I don't know. Like I say, going to new countries and seeing different kinds of chips is always exciting. Like there, it's always changing. There's a lot going on. Okay, great. Oh, yes, yes, over there. Yes. Have you ever stolen chips? Have you ever stolen chips? Like off somebody's plate or like out of their hand? No, out of a store, out of a place of business. No. That's interesting. Why do, why do you ask that? You just think... Uh, it's a question, I guess, would uh, differentiate between uh, a hobby and a uh, passion. <laughs> Ow. I'm going to go steal some chips after this. No, I think, you know, part of the, like, consumption of just being able to, like, eat chips with your hands, I think also is they are relatively 
affordable. Like you can get the discount brands like for ninety nine cents. You can get a whole bag. Right. You don't. You don't have to steal chips. Yeah. Like if you're like if, if what you if what you loved was was fine wines, you'd be like, oh, I love that wine, but it's two hundred dollars. I have to yeah. steal it. Be like, yeah. oh, those Doritos are are a buck fifty. It's not a. Yeah. That's one of the many okay mm-hmm. things that are great about you. I have a question for you. Here, okay, here's the. I, maybe this isn't a, okay. What you said, like, oh, one reason why chips are so delicious is they have that crunchiness that reminds us of vegetables and insects. Right. But if that were the case, why is it so easy for us to resist eating vegetables and insects? Oh, okay. Um, because then you add the the salt, sugar, fat. Um, like Trinity into that texture, and then you're fucked. Then you want to so, eat chips forever. So if I had a salty, sweet, yeah. crunchy grasshopper, yep. I'd just be like, <laughs> yeah. give me more of those. If you had a cheese-flavored grasshopper, you would eat it, I guess. I suppose you're right. All right, good. Um, uh, uh, yes, over there, yes. What's an overrated flavor? What's an overrated flavor of chip? What's, what's the showboat? Of the showboat of chips. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I do know from, okay, so when I interviewed this um, person from Doritos Frito-Lay, I asked for flavor percentages, like what percentage of our country eats what flavor, and she could not tell me the answer. Because she didn't know us because it was a trade secret. Trade secret. Right, of course, yeah. Not shareable information. Yeah. Um, But I would guess that regular is, I know, she did tell me that regular is like the most purchased, but I think that's just because it's regular. I don't know if there's, I think the most showboaty chips is Doritos, because they're targeting sort of like a teen audience and their bags are so flashy and their commercials are so wild. Don't they don't they have flavor names that are like in your face cheese deluxe 2000 skull yeah. crusher like isn't that a Yeah. I'm making that assumption. No, that's a that flavor. is about right. Yeah. So is that I don't know if that's overrated. Yeah, that's I mean they it's like the food. loudest for sure. Yeah. All right. So, okay. But but I guess it's hard for you to dislike a chip. Exactly. All right. Okay. Um, uh, 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 yes, over there. Yes, you ma'am. Uh, are there any trends in terms of shapes, textures, other things in the Canadian market? Any trends, just in general, like where where is the chip um, going? I think that trends are with um, alternative chip products, so like the the bean triangle things and like the pea snap stuff. Um, those are trends which are like I included them within the chip talk because I those are just like knock off healthy versions of chips, but like you are eating chips also. <laughs> I would say those are the trends. All right, so there you go. The trend is healthy. Healthy chips are a trend, not a... All right, yes, yes, you ma'am, yes. Do you think part of the reason we can't quite get a grasp on chips and how great they are is because they're not actually really photogenic? What? <laughs> Do you think the reason, with the reason you grasp on chips is because they're not photogenic? Like a hot dog is disgusting looking. The what? Sorry. Yeah. It takes an okay picture. Can you take like taking a picture of chips is kind of hard. Like I think they're not really photogenic. So I'm wondering whether okay. that's the reason. So that's maybe a reason that people don't talk about them so much that they don't have such a high profile is because they're not fo- as photogenic as other other snack foods. Okay, I have a friend here who made me a birthday card, and it was the last Dorito on Earth, and he illustrated it, and it looked pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that while your question was interesting, your answer gave us light that like we did not understand before, which is just a, I, like suddenly my whole picture of your life shifts where I'm like, oh, when it's your birthday, people are like, just draw a chip on the card. <laughs> like just, just make her a card with a Dorito on it. Nothing else. And it was really black and white, out. so that even is harder. And it was um, what? Sorry? It was in black and white, so in it's like and white, hard right. to get a good read on 
a non-photogenic potentially yeah. product. All right, but yeah, uh, you felt you looked at that and you were like, that is a that is a beautiful thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Chips are 3D, like they have shape. I I don't know. I don't know so why the people so don't want to look at them. Are you saying that because they're a 3D, maybe sculpture would be a better medium in which to capture their beauty? Maybe. All right, I'm just checking. Uh, yes, you, ma'am. Yes. So is, is Party Mix a real thing, or are they just throwing all their garbage into a bag? Okay, Party Mix is like the original chip salad. Um, and I think it's a way to get people to eat pretzels. Do you not like pretzels? They're, I mean, I eat them in Party Mix. But you, but you wouldn't have it. If someone were just like, hey, you want some pretzels, you'd be like, yeah, that's not chips. I, they're in the chip bag. I would still eat them, yes, but not as much or as fast as I would eat a party mix. Is it because they lack the fat component of the deliciousness? Maybe, or like the flavoring on the outside. Or the, yeah, they get a little bit dry over time. I don't know. But yeah, it is kind of like a mishmash crunch-up bag. All right. So so sort of maybe is, the, is your answer. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, yes, you, sir, yes. Why do settle chip bag why do kettle chip bags open from the side? I think it. I think that um, that's just part of their branding tactics. So, I think that the actual texture of that kettle chip bag is like sort of the indicator that you're getting this niche luxe chip, and that's just like part of it. It's like chip convertible. <laughs> <laughs> maybe 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 chip convertible seems like a nice thing to think about. So let's wrap it up there, ladies and gentlemen. Andy LaRocca. She is in favor. Trampoline Hall was created in Toronto in the 21st century by Sheila Hetty and is hosted by me. This episode's lecturer was chosen by Amy Langstaff. The podcast is produced by Josh Block. Our theme music was composed by Matt Smith. Our coordinating producer is Kate Bars. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can really help us out by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. It helps a lot. I'm Misha Globerman. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.